And on the line with us right now, intrepid investigative reporter extraordinaire John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. This is such a busy news day. What's the latest news you have for us? Well, listen, uh, the continuation of trying to hit Donald Trump from different sides uh, continued today. Just a little bit ago, a federal appeals court in Washington gave the House Ways and Means Committee, by the way, the Democratic-controlled House Ways and uh, Committee, permission to go get Donald Trump's private tax returns. That's a rarity. We very seldom see tax returns uh, pierced. Uh, That's almost certainly going to be appealed, but it kind of adds to a larger picture in Washington, which is from all different sides, Democrats are trying to hit Donald Trump, fearful that he's going to be running again in 2024. And one Democrat said it out loud last night, the Democrat who had played a major role in the Russia collusion caper. He's the guy that supervised the team of Chris Steele and Michael Sussman that brought all the disproven allegations of Russia collusion. His name is Mark Elias, the former liar, lawyer from um, Perkins Coie, the Trump campaign. He said, listen, this should disqualify the president from being able to run in 2024. He said it out loud what Democrats now acknowledge they're trying to do. They want to nullify Donald Trump's capability to do that. And all day today in Washington, Democrats, elected Democrats in Congress, have been sounding off that they believe the president should go to prison. They haven't specified the crime, but they're saying things like, uh, this is what happens when you break the law and try to steal an election and cite a deadly insurrection. Donald Trump should be in jail. That's a House um, Progressive Caucus Chairwoman Pramila Jayapal. Uh, the idea that this is an opposition-driven uh, operation that started with the raid yesterday, continued with the court ruling today, is being openly talked about in Washington, not realizing, I think, that many people outside of Washington see this like banana republic rhetoric. A lot of facts we need before we can make an honest judgment what happened yesterday. But the politics of the opposition party saying, we're glad this happened, we want to see Donald Trump in prison, loud and clear today, unlike anything I've seen in my 35 years in Washington. John Solomon, what are some of the details uh, regarding the raid? I'm hearing 15 boxes, 30 agents. What what do you know? Yeah, about two and a half dozen agents is what I'm told, most of them from the Washington field office, which is unusual. Normally when the FBI executes a search warrant, they use the local uh, police. So they would normally use Miami or Palm Beach FBI agents, but they didn't. They sent the FBI uh, uh, agents from the Washington field office. That's significant for one reason. It's that very office that just a week ago yesterday, a week before the raid, Chuck Grassley identified as an office that had suffered from serious case of political bias, political meddling, uh, multiple whistleblowers. The allegation so serious, the number two official in that office moved aside from his job. And yet a week later, they're back at it going after Donald Trump, despite these allegations. Um, uh, they were looking for lots of pieces of evidence. There was previously 15 boxes of documents that President Trump voluntarily gave back to the National Archives. It's unclear how many uh, boxes of evidence was taken yesterday, what was taken. We're told that the, uh, a safe was cracked. They didn't find anything in it, according to Eric Trump. Uh, we don't have a complete inventory of what the FBI took, and I'm not sure the FBI knows everything they took yet either. It'll take a couple days, and at some point, They'll go to court and they'll they'll produce a document in court called the search warrant returns. And we'll get to see two things. What was their motive for the raid and what did they sweep up in the in the uh, in the search? There was a report, John, that uh, the the judge that signed off on this was Jeff Epstein's old attorney. What say you? Yeah, not quite. Uh, He represented some um, secondary figures (laughs) in the Epstein case when he was a 
a private attorney. You know, lawyers represent clients. We don't often judge a lawyer just by their clients. So we need to be careful here. I think the bigger question for this judge is, what was he asked to rule on? What evidence did he make the decision on? Very much like those FISA judges that approved the FISA warrants two years ago. Did he have a reason to approve this um, uh, search? That's going to be the question the country is going to be waiting to get an answer to. Is it the Department of Justice that goes? Is it the Department of Justice that goes to the FISA court to to, to request a warrant, or is it the FBI? In this case, uh, the FBI would seek the warrant uh, directly with the court, but because it involved a former president, for instance. Even a journalist, if they were going to get a warrant, there are special procedures that were called special circumstances uh, suspects. Um, you have to take this to the Justice Department, and almost always the attorney general himself has to make the decision. Yes, you can raid the former president's compound. So this almost certainly, based on the rules we know the Justice Department typically uses, this raid would have been signed off directly by Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, then they go to the court. Uh, after getting justice permission, if the court feels it's uh, compelling enough based on the evidence they put in there, they can then go and execute the search warrant like they did. The big question for folks here is, what did the court know? What is the evidence? And remember, we know the FBI in prior search warrants in the Russia case, when they were FISA warrants, even a more serious type of warrant, a counterintelligence warrant, the FBI lied, misstated, even doctored a document to deceive the court. So there are two questions here. Did the FBI tell the truth to the court, and did the court really have enough grounds to make this decision? We'll get those answers in the next few weeks. We'll get to see some visibility when the search warrant returns get entered into the court record. Thank you, John Solomon, and we'll, we'll talk to you next day or two to find out what the update is, and uh, thank you for everything you do for to keep Americans informed. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.